Hey everybody, it's Neil with the Dashly Gentleman. And with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hi. One of these days, we might have a different kind of intro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine, you're fine, everything's fine. Um, It's only the two of us tonight, because, you know, last time was a little chaotic. But good. Just good. the two of us. We could make it if we try, you know. <laughs> we could make it if we try. <laughs> anyway, tonight we're gonna talk a little bit about memes. Um, as far as I remember, back in my day, uh, memes. What what were memes, Frank? I mean, they were basically just like. I think it started with, like, You're the Man Now, dog, maybe. Do you remember that website? Yeah, yeah. And, like, it was just pictures or GIFs. Oh, shit. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> it's not a Dickies cup, but it's a Dixie cup. Is that all right? No. <laughs> because now you just need, like, the great big plastic, cheap 99-cent store sunglasses <laughs> and the flat-brim douchebag hat. And I'll wear my tap-out hoodie that I got for my brother. Oh, stop. <laughs> Look, well, that was it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for joining us for the Dastly Gentlemen. It's over now. We're breaking up the band. I gotta go. Bye. I'm gonna really <laughs> kill myself. <laughs> that's good. That's that's a good start. Anyways, memes. So, it was animated GIFs and, like, sounds. That was that was all You're the Man Now, dog. Uh, which, it, that website still exists if you want to go there and take a trip down memory lane. I'd rather not. Why... TMD.com. You're the man now, dog. Stop it. Don't <laughs> tell people that. Um, it's it's dead there now, but it's still active and alive. But anyway, so memes were basically just what, like making fun of taking what? like like a picture or a gif and then putting words to it, and you know, making it situational or whatever, like. Somebody does something stupid, falls down some stairs. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, and it was always in a humorous fashion. I mean, it, that's all. All memes are for the lulls. Um, lately though, memes have gotten kind of out of hand. <laughs> They've become like this anti-culture revolution. Yeah, like, hi, I'm from the internet. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like, when did we start investing so much power in what the fuck 4chan things? I know, right? Like, I just don't get it. Like, it's it's like it's like a statement. It's like, I'm proud to be a fucking nerd <laughs> that yeah. spends most of my time staring at a computer screen. Like, I mean, I'm I do that too, but I'm not exactly gonna tell everybody I'm proud of it. It's just kind of what I do. It just happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not it's gonna. Mean. I'm not gonna start a revolution based on my shitty fucking internet habits. Like, <laughs> well, I think I think like at this point, in the last couple of years, we've seen such a trend of people being just almost absurd to a degree that the only way that people can really respond to it is by something that's equally as absurd that points at it and is like self-referential and how absolutely crazy it is where like you whenever like you get to a point 
where things are so bizarre or so backward or so crazy that you have to use a cartoon frog to describe how bad it is. That's I think I think that's why, because I mean, like you can say it in the media, you can say it in, in written publication, you can say it on a street corner. But it's like everybody knows that. But then you can say it feels like you can say a lot more with just like a, a, a fucking meme from the Internet where people are like, yeah, that. Yeah, that perfectly describes it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's just an attempt at satire, it seems, but. I don't know. I mean, leave the satire to the pros, in my opinion. But like at the same time, like I mean, that's a, that's that's the that's the thing about the internet is that it opens up the avenue to like let everybody be in on the joke. Right. That makes so sure. I mean, so it's like you you have like with the Guy Fox mask. You know, now it's become before it was just sort of like a you know a comic book character, but now it's become this symbol of of anonymous resistance to freedom right and so then now like you have people taking that same vein with internet memes and using them as an expression of their freedom and and as a resistance tool in different things sure yeah no i i agree with i i agree with this <laughs> Read it for us. Memes when they started were funny. Now when I see people attempt, quote unquote, to make memes, not only is 90% of them not funny, you can tell that sometimes Grandpa is trying so hard to be funny and I just roll my eyes. 100%. 100% agree. But anymore, it's like with a meme, you either get the people that are trying too hard to be funny and then they're not. Or they're on the flip side, they're not trying to be funny at all. They're trying to make a statement. Right. And it's like sometimes... Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between the two other than like ones that are genuinely funny. But I mean, like 90, I mean, like I would even go even higher. I think Kyle's absolutely right. 90, 95% of them that try to be funny are just either just garishly stupid. And it, they're, they try to walk that fine line between being offensive and trying to get shock humor. And most of the time, a good, again, 90 to 95% of the time miss the mark substantially. So I think Kyle is just, totally right <laughs> they are they're confused in how it works because so Kyle says they're actually confused to how this works a hundred percent a hundred percent a meme is born almost by accident right I mean it's just like you have somebody who saw something funny they put words to it or it was a situational thing and then now everybody applies it to a whole bunch of different shit and then it becomes a meme if you try to force a meme it just doesn't mean anything you know, I mean, it's like if you try to like coin a phrase and you try to make that your phrase every time, it just becomes awkward and silly if it doesn't actually resonate. But you think that it's great and it's just you. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, now you're just that asshole. Stra- I'm funny. It's so sad. <laughs> it so is. Much. It is sad. It is sad. It's very sad. So let's let's talk a little bit about shock humor then. Um, That seems to be rampant nowadays like who can be the most fucking offensive and and still get a laugh out of it like some of the shit that people say nowadays or like even in the in meme form is just like you know if you said that like out in the open you'd probably get your ass handed to you by several people simultaneously like 
you don't fucking say that shit. But since you're behind your fucking computer screen... <laughs> yeah, the the safety of the anonymity of the internet. I'm I'm actually like... Anytime I see any of these shock humor things, like, sometimes it's kind of funny. Like, like oh shit, that's, that's fucked up. But sometimes, m- most of the times, it's like... You're you're really trying hard at the expense of hurting a lot of people, <laughs> like yeah, um, Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. You know, well done, well done. You, I mean, I love the, I love the. I didn't, I didn't think that it was going to be, you know, this this offensive. You know exactly what you're fucking doing, Kathy. So to to clarify, in case anybody hasn't seen it, Kathy Griffin went po- did a photo shoot where she held up. Uh, a bloody severed head of Donald Trump, and she's she was surprised whenever there was backlash. I mean, some of these comedians that have like, I mean, I never thought Kathy Kathy Griffin was funny. No, for the entirety of her career, I always thought she was a bloated old hag. And so I I'm just I'm not I wasn't impressed with any of her comedy up to this point. And then for her to take a political stance, which I to be honest, a lot of comedians I wish that they just, they just wouldn't. Uh, comedians and and movie stars just keep it out of your say it say it over here keep it out of here yeah you know but like you know you know that you can't do that <laughs> especially where she's like oh I didn't I didn't see it as a as a threat to the president no <laughs> you don't think you don't think I mean you don't think that holding a bloody severed head is not not threatening at all. I mean, come on, come on, come the fuck on, man. <laughs> Who the fuck are you kidding? That's like yeah. stupid ass Madonna saying she's gonna blow up the White House. Uh, yeah, you you should um, you're you're being watched heavily now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like congratulations, another you're, bloated old woman. You're on the list. I mean, it's it's no different than you know Ted Nugent saying he wants Obama to suck on his machine gun. <laughs> like, yeah, but this is this is the same guy who did um. Uh, cat scratch fever. I mean, just like I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he wants to sex up Obama. <laughs> Machine gun, penis. <laughs> I, I mean, because it's all about it's all about the delivery. Like you know, I mean, like if you think about it, like how Ted Nugent would normally say stuff. Mm-hmm. I want Obama to suck on my machine gun. That's a threat. Yeah, but you got to think about like how he probably actually said it. I want Obama to suck on my machine gun. (laughs) 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 That's how I read it. I felt like it was vastly less threatening. Oh, man. Like, okay, so when when Kathy Griffin did her shit, (laughs) um, like, nobody was actually justifying it. Like, nobody fucking justified it. Even even liberals were just like, "Uh, dude, you can't do that. She literally lost everything doing it. Yeah, and then in the same token, while they're saying that to Kathy, they're like, okay, so any of you fucking, you know, uh, conservatives saying that what Kathy did is, you know, awful and, you know, violent and blah, 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 blah. Where were you when Ted Nugent was doing that shit? (laughs) Like, you were like, oh, yeah. Good job, Ted. Like, you fucking (laughs) hypocrites. Yeah, but I mean, Ted Nugent was like, Ted Nugent says shit like, you know, like, I want to shoot the president. Okay, you know, I mean, how many people since the dawn of dawn of the republic have always said, I want to shoot the president? Sure. Literally from the very fucking beginning. But I mean, like, Kathy Griffin is holding up 
a a a physical fabrication of the president's severed fucking head. I mean, Donald Trump or sorry, uh, Ted Nugent says it. You know, I mean, like he says it. It's it's in yeah. Oh, that's just Ted. Kinda. <laughs> you just really have to kind- get to know him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he's a douchebag pretty much all the time, but then you kind of get used to it, sort of like a dick in the butt. I'm like the 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 thing about the thing about like with with Kathy Griffin is that like she put it like kind of like in easily consumable media. Because Ted Nugent will say shit and it's written down, so like he says it in interviews that are transcribed, and that's where like he gets really offensive. No, he but like he Kathy does Griffin it in front of fuck, cameras. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know, but nobody look. Most people probably don't even know who the fuck Ted Nugent even is anymore. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, like, if you were in high school, be like, do you guys listen to Ted Nugent? Who? Who? <laughs> cat Scratch it Fever. Is, he did Cat Scratch Fever. Oh. I don't know what that is. You don't ever <laughs> watch, you know, the commercials when you're watching Cartoon Network in between? Is that, is that a, a dubstep dub song? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, come on. But, I mean, she put it on easily consumable, like, mass media. She put it on Twitter, didn't she? Some shit like that? I think it I think it was like in a magazine, and it kind of just blew up everywhere. That's kind of even worse. I yeah. mean, like that—that—that that, that should shit on the fucking magazine too, though. Yeah. I mean, it's bad if she did it, but I mean, whoever published it should probably get their nose rubbed in it too. Oh yeah. I mean, the the photographer, everybody that agreed to that shit. Like... <laughs> I wish that I could. It's one of those. I wish I could be in the room whenever someone's like, you know what we should do? <laughs> we should cut off a mannequin's head and and bloody it up and look like the president. Pow. Man, we're sending a powerful statement that we don't want to work anymore. Like, how high are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like they open the closet, there's some dude in there, like just just got like a huge bowl of paiuti. Like, like I have the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the photo shoot was was deemed inappropriate because it'd be like naked riding a unicorn. <laughs> wow. The severed head, and you got like a three foot dildo as a saber. I mean, like that's the rest of the idea. Yeah. So I mean, w- what we saw was the tame version of yeah, of that the was photo the, the PG. <laughs> so okay, what about the stuff that's happening at colleges, Frank? This this memeing at colleges. Tell me about it. Well, I know that I know that. How do you say it? Pepe. 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 Hey. Pepe the Frog. Pepe the Frog is making. I mean, I guess I can't even really say making like a a major appearance, but I know there's a there's a there's a school in Washington, a college in Washington, that is presently being hounded by a baseball bat vigilante group. Which, to be honest, whenever I saw their picture, which first of all was laughable because most of these people had to probably go like buy the baseball bat and be told like you know what, <laughs> how do I hold this? <laughs> this is heavy. Do you have a lighter one? That was terrible. The The group of people was just awful. But it made me immediately think about Kung Fu Hustle and the right. Axe Gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw like, their picture, and I'm like, dun-dun-dun, 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 dun-dun-dun. But they hate everything, like anything. They're they're so super left. Right. Hi, Rage. Have fun. I have internet issues, too. But the um, the they're so far left. Mm-hmm. That they're virtually right, and they—if you say anything, because they're—they're all—they're all LGBTQ, and that's fine. But they're hateful of everything. I mean, like if you're not—if you're—they're they're one of those. If you're not with us, you're against us. But like the only difference being that like they actively 
assault and push you around and attack you in the streets and shit like that at this supposed college. And so there was a guy that was drawing Pepe the Frog on everything, and then he was writing, like, because they, they, they were spray painting on the walls this anti literally anyone that isn't part of the LGBTQ community or isn't far left, all this hateful rhetoric. Right. And so this guy was was drawn over that with drawn chalk stuff over the the hate messages and writing stupid shit like Limp Biscuit did nothing wrong. <laughs> Which they did. Let's but that that was we should have done that last week. They did a lot a lot wrong. <laughs> wrong. Fred Durst is a very upset fellow. Um but you know that so this guy, this guy and his group of friends are using internet memes or referential for internet memes to to combat what they view as being an attack on the the school system, right? So like you know we because he because he also writes you know along with like he puts Pepe down and then he writes underneath of it that you know college is not a safe space, right? Which shouldn't be. Just saying, <laughs> it really shouldn't be. There should be no safe spaces, except for your house. Your house should be your only safe space. Don't get me started. I, I, I do agree. I mean, go ahead. Get started. Go. I Look, especially, okay, with these colleges. So then, like, you have, like, your safe space. I want my safe space. That's a safe space for me. That might not be a safe space for you. So then by I'm already infringing on, on essentially, your rights to free speech within the confines of this college campus. Now, these people are, are running around with baseball bats now attempting to infringe further on your on your rights to be there. But this is also a private institution. This is something that I don't understand because the same, the same college is supposed to be like one of the most liberal colleges in the country. Right. And as documented video of these students screaming at teachers for for minor infractions there was a teacher that uh, the, the, the principal or the dean or the fuck ever it is at a college is standing at a podium and he applauds for these people for these pe these people that are pissed off at him and hate him and then they tried to sue him for a microaggression because he raised his hands Microaggression. Microaggression. That's something I had never heard of. To me, there was only ever an, an aggression, and it usually ended with somebody's knuckles being covered in blood. Right. So, I mean, microaggressions I don't get. You know, it's like, no, I'm usually my, my, my aggressions are pretty concise. You know, well, I disagree with that. Well, you're a fucking idiot, huh? Aggression. <laughs> yeah. No, micro, microaggression apparently is like, mm, well, we could try that. No, that's me thinking about it. I mean, like, if I really thought it was stupid, I, I'll get fucking real aggressive. <laughs> but then, so these kids are running around, they're, they're willing to beat the shit out of people with baseball bats and threaten them, threaten them while they're on campus in order to secure their personal safe space. To me, then other groups in the college should have their baseball bats, and they should all be in the center, and they should reenact gangs in New York. You're awesome. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I'd go to college again. You know? <laughs> Just to I, watch. <laughs> no. I'd, I'd, just, I'd be wrapping bats and barbed wire and shit. I mean, it'd be fantastic. I'll champion whatever one can pay me the most. That's my safe space. We need to make a movie off of this. Like, start writing. This is the plot. <laughs> safe space. That's the name of the movie. Boom. It's safe spaces. And so, I mean, my thing about safe spaces is that, that, and these colleges, is that a college is an elected education. You know, you didn't have to go there. It wasn't like public school or mandatory education. You paid money to go there. So let's just say, like, you know, you go there and you get offended by everything. And then you are upset that something that I said interfered with your safe space. And you want me to be policed. 
and you're going to run rampant around college or on the campus, and you're going to threaten everybody with baseball bats and, and violence and push them around and shit like that. You should immediately be expelled. These colleges have been capitulating to all of these crazy people yeah. nonstop. Absolutely. Anything that they want to get them, and I and I and I I don't understand that because to me, given that call, you paid to get into college. I pay the same amount of money that you did. You are preventing me from getting the education that I that I'm supposed to be getting that I'm paying for. Right. So then, what I should what what they should be doing? People that aren't involved in this group should be suing the students that are involved in it for lost for loss of educational uh, experience and quality. Yeah, it's not exactly because their money back. Shit. Right. They're interrupting their they're interrupting their classes. They're interrupting the teacher. I mean, do you think the teachers are going to be able to effectively teach, always having in the back of their mind that they could walk outside and be accosted by a group of like some crazy colored hair, multiple piercing lefties? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I I'd be like, yeah, and then do this shit on the board. You guys, you see anybody on the hallway? <laughs> I mean. I want to go take a shit, but I'm a, I'm a feared that I'm going to get out there and some asshole is going to hit me in the head with a baseball bat. Yeah. Because I'm teaching civics, you <laughs> know, which which means that you actually have to learn how to fucking be responsible with something in your life and learn how government actually works, not how you think it should work. Yeah, like that, it, you're, what you're saying just blows my mind. Like, they they had taken over the school for, what, several days? Like. Yeah. Yeah, with how? fucking baseball bats, how man. Have they not been raided? Like, I mean, Jesus, if, I I don't understand like how how it hasn't been stopped. Like after day one, like I understand. Okay, you get an organized group together and they push and they get their way. That should be incredibly temporary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's how it was. You know. Back in the you know sixties and seventies, whenever like there were major civil rights, actual civil rights issues. Sure. And that's the thing. I mean, like these aren't civil rights issues; they're pretend civil rights issues. It's mm -hmm. like these people were so upset that they were born in the wrong era; they have to fabricate their own civil rights issues. No, because not. like at this at this college, no one is disputing that everyone there should be treated equal, except for unless that you're you're white, male, and and straight. I mean, like, if you're any of those, then you're absolute dog shit. But I mean, like, you know, everyone else should be treated equally. I feel like someone missed some civics classes. I mean, and it's not only that. It's like, okay, so civil rights movements back in the day, they they were primarily, like, they, they weren't aggressive like this. They didn't fucking walk around with baseball bats. Oh, hell they did, no. They did sit-ins, and they did fucking, like, you know, protests that are peaceful. What the shit is this? Because back back in the 60s and the 70s, they would fucking kill you if you did. Yes. I mean, like, you know, let's just say, like, you know, you get you get all like violent at a at a 1960s protest to to protest for, you know, the the the, the segregation or the 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 removal of segregation and allow blacks into schools. Man, you would get like you all said you get violent. You watch them Alabama cops fucking throw down on you. They'll be pulling leather on everybody. Yep. No one's going to a jail tonight. I mean, like you watch it. I mean, but like now everyone's afraid of everyone's afraid of upsetting people and being caught on YouTube for it. Sure. But at the same time, like, you know, uh, to me, it's like catch me on YouTube. This shit's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's it's wrong, and I'll and I'll you know, and I wouldn't mind being like, you know, yeah, no, no, bring the camera closer. I'm about to bust this motherfucker's skull clean open because he was trying to kill this kid over here for walking around with a book. 
right. doesn't matter what fucking kind of book it was. You know, I mean, like, and that's the kind of people that we have. We don't like that book that you're reading, so you gotta you gotta put it away, or we're gonna beat the shit out of you. No, mm-hmm. this is America. He can do he can read whatever the fuck he wants to. He could be reading the goddamn Satanic Bible written by Adolf Hitler. It doesn't make any difference to you. It has nothing to do with you. You know. Yeah. And, and but like they want to they want to enforce this this misguided crazy ideology on people, and that's what I love. In this case, that's where I love these memes coming in because, like, the meme comes in and it's and it's weirdly, you know, years ago, not even years ago, and year ago, mm-hmm. memes were like, you know, usually made by people to be like enormously offensive. Sure, but like, hopefully, with like Kyle said, most of the time not, but sometimes, hopefully, in a comedic way. But now it's bizarre because it's like almost like a rallying cry of freedom, or or. Uh, arguing against censorship and, and i'm like when did this happen yeah i mean like <laughs> this, this is this is weird but i think that goes back to that i think reality has become so fucking bizarre that it's the only way that a counterculture can really express itself you got a point there i mean like i understand the need to be heard and understood and awareness to be spread about your cause your your desire to be equal with everybody else i mean i get that the whole you know lgbqt movement i get it and i'm with you on that there's a lot of hate going around and there's a lot of you know oh they're i I don't like what they do behind closed doors so i'm gonna you know hang them from a tree you know shit like that (laughs) there's still a whole lot of that going around but then you get the very extreme opposite of that. You, not just going out for, you know, awareness, not just going out to spread the word. You're being violent. <laughs> you're doing what they're doing to you. You are the you are the problem that you profess to fight against. Exactly. You are the you are the complete other side of the spectrum, and and it's like you know that if you're on the other side of the spectrum, you're still wrong. That's the problem. That's the problem, is that these people think that they're that they're so righteously correct, and they they're not. They're savage and they're violent, just like the other fucking people that they don't like. The only difference is, is that a lot of times, like the guys that, you know, the the, the pictures of these people are, are ridiculous. That they're running around with these baseball bats. I uh I would not really be all that afraid of them. I'm not gonna lie. Admittedly, with enough people with baseball bats. Raises some concern. A little bit. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I got a guy that's like 600 pounds coming at me with a baseball bat. I mean, I just have to stay out of bat reach and pretty soon his heart will stop. There you go. <laughs> just run backwards. <laughs> but we're, we're seeing this a lot lately. I mean, and it, it is coming a lot from the uh, that community. I mean, just the, they're trying to spread a message. But they're doing it the wrong way. I mean, it's it's this isn't new. It's happened before. I mean, it happened with you know the Black Panthers and you know other groups that were pretty much just fucking militant trying to you know for peace. They get they get violent. I mean, like yeah. and they and they they say they have peaceful ideals, but then they're but they're willing to kill the shit out of you for them. Yeah, I mean, I'm like you know that's not that how that works, right? I mean, that's not being that's not a peaceful ideal anymore. Like I I don't understand 
the 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 logic behind it why why they would do this why they why they think that they're going to be effective in this all they're going to do is cause an uprising opposite to them <laughs> and then their ideal is going to be completely missed and even vilified because of the fact that they're bringing terror with them <laughs> and and the the worst part about it it it's a you you do get to a point especially with some of these people where it's like, you know, how much is enough? Right. You know, I mean, like we, because, you know, the, you know, all people are, all, all, all people as a, as a law at this point are equal. Mm -hmm. Now, some people have like personal feelings and that, and that'll be wrong, but there is no law that is specifically anti one way or the other. So then it's like, at what point are you going to be satisfied? At what point are you going to stop trying to riot against everything at what point are you going to stop seeing these supposed microaggressions against everything like everything i mean anything that these people could possibly do for you they've done and yet you're still threatening people with baseball bats you're still threatening to follow people home you know you're chasing them out of campus Right. What 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 is your end goal? I mean, like at this point, you're just being militant. Just be militant. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you're, what? <laughs> yeah, well, peaceful. <laughs> oh, you didn't see it that way. <laughs> Look, I I am the worst person sometimes to have this particular discussion because like I have very very like uh, high standards, but I really don't mind beheading a whole bunch of people to make my point. That's why it's funny whenever I say shit like you shouldn't be violent. Because I think violence solves just about everything. But you're smart enough to know that uh, if your message is peace, violence doesn't create that. Right. Usually my message isn't peace, so I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean, you're smart enough to know violence does not create peace. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean it can. There's nobody left, you know? <laughs> There exactly. Can't lose an argument if you're arguing the corpse. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Oh. He gets it. Well, like on the flip side of what you were saying before, I mean, yes, the law does state that we're all equal. Um, I do agree in in certain areas and certain situations where the law doesn't fucking matter and people are going to discriminate no matter what. Um, especially if uh, the people enforcing the law don't give a shit and they put their personal views over the law. And that happens quite often, to be honest. There was a, there was a verdict today about uh, a black man that was killed um, in his car, right next to his wife and his baby daughter behind him. And it was all caught on live Facebook. <laughs> all caught on video. And the dude was shot in his car multiple times by the police. And, you know, police are not guilty. Um, it, it was all there, black and white. I mean, it was, it was on video. How? At what point do you not say something? I mean, this is, this is me playing devil's advocate here on the flip side. At what point do you not say something or not riot or not get pissed off and, and start something when, when it's clear as day that cop is a murderer? Right. We're talking about two totally different things, though. I, I mean, know. like, I'm, I'm just... what, I, what I'm saying is that, like, these people, and the, because we're using the Washington thing as the most like readily accessible uh, sample, sure. they they are 
rioting and self-policing mm-hmm. and being vigilantes over perceived aggressions and perceived laws and rules that are against them. Right. And and e- even earlier I said that, you know, individuals there are and there are no laws that that are like that that they can actually riot against. So there is no basis for them to actually be up in arms. The individual most certainly needs to be held accountable because mm-hmm. we are because we are a country of rules and laws. So like in this case we're like a cop shoots you know somebody and it's all on film and the cop is acquitted then absolutely you need to take the streets yeah i mean it needs to be a civil action i mean you need to get out on the streets let your voice be known and that's and that's the right way to do it but that is an actual slight right right absolutely. versus versus like you know the 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 i guess like then the line drawn is you know is there actually anything here you know like is there actually a problem and like in the case of you know washington they they want equal rights for everybody who is LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have all that. I mean, everything that you say that you want, you have. Right. But and yet you persist in rioting. Well, the you know? the root of that cause was uh, I think there there was a special day that were, was going to happen uh, in that college that uh, I believe was it was just kind of accepted, kind of like Senior Ditch Day, but it was for black people. And it was black people were allowed to ditch for the day, or maybe this is a different college. I don't know, but the same same result happened. They're allowed to ditch for the day, you know, because you know black rights, black history, whatever. I don't know, but yeah, day of absence. That's what Ryan just said. That's exactly what it was. Um, and I think there was what one professor there that was still gonna go to work that day. I can't remember the exact story. But he, he was just doing his job. He right. was just going to still go to work and because, like, you know, not there's still going to be people there. And they they rioted against him, specifically. How dare you do this to us? You're, you're black or, or, you know, whatever. I, man, I feel like an idiot right now. I should have read this story before I started talking about it. But. No, I mean, but, but, you know, you have enough there that we can actually have, like, a discussion on that. Sure. So, I mean, this, so this guy just goes to work, just like an, an average day. Your your perceived your perceived slight, you know, or your or your perceived uh, sticking it to the man, you're not doing anything. Because again, let's go, let's take let's let's roll it back to what we were talking about earlier. You mm-hmm. paid to be here, right? So if you decide not to go to school, who the fuck is really losing? You, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, like you're a fucking idiot to to step out of school because you know, it's not senior ditch day is still part of being public education. Yes. Now they flipped it around. Instead of African Americans not showing up, they sent out letters telling whites to not show up. Well, that'd have been funnier than hell. Okay, so it was a white professor, and he showed up anyways because you know it's his fucking job. Yeah, okay. it's his job. I mean, but like at the same time, th- you know, Senior Ditch Day was still part of public school, and if you decide not to show up as a senior, you're still held accountable for yeah, it. Absolutely. But but you are not individually paying for to be there. So then let's just say like you go to college and like, you know, it's, it's this one thing. Okay. So now if I'm white and I'm going to that college, I'm noticeably white. I'm going to go to that college. I will go to that college no matter what, because right. my money put me there. Right. And if some guy comes up and says, you know, Hey, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to do an, uh, a, f- a flipped day where, you know, we're going to have all the whites not show up. We expect you not to be here tomorrow. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, and then for for a professor, it's even fucking worse. I mean, like if if that if that's still what it was, if it was a white professor that showed up for his job, you know, no, of course he's going to show up. He wants to get fucking paid. 
Why would he not show up? I mean, like that, like even if you're a tenured professor, just not showing, just no call, no showing to work is a huge offense. That's yeah, fireable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck? I mean, of course he's going to show up for it. But, you know, if 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 it was me and I was going to college and you just told me not to show up. No, fuck you. <laughs> Why would I not show up? Do you have any this. idea? I, w- I would literally just look at the guy and be like, and he'd be like, well, we expect you to be like, no, you, you fucking, you pay for that day for me to not have been here, and then I will not show up tomorrow. But until then, you can pretty much go ahead and. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's a that's a crazy thing. It's crazy that we have colleges that are are electing to have days when anyone of any group ever has is opting out. You know, I mean, yeah. like, again, it's not public education. It's not elementary school. It's not middle school. By now, you're a fucking adult. Right. You're living on your own and you're spending an unbelievable amount of money to be here. You have a responsibility to yourself to show up every fucking day. And it's crazy that you would elect not to. Welcome back, Rage. It's just, I don't it, it kills me. Hey, thank you. Is it Father's Day? I think it's so, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Well, it's probably tomorrow. It's probably tomorrow in Japan. Ah, okay. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate it. If my kids... Okay, now, Father's Day, speaking of which, if my kids... If this microtransaction transaction, transaction <laughs> goddamn you, video games, microaggression shit continues on and persists until whenever my kids are older, they had better not mm-hmm. be taking any fucking absence days, shit like that. Oh, I walked out of school to make a statement. You turn the fuck around and you walk right back in there, or I'm going to be admitting you to the nearest hospital for breaking your fucking leg. <laughs> Then you'll have a reason not to walk in there. <laughs> yeah, then you'll have a reason. I mean, you you don't want to show up to school today? Well, I'm going to give you a fucking reason why. I'm going to bust your ass in half, and then let's see how like you feel about it then. <laughs> Whenever you have to like go to, go to school tomorrow in a wheelchair, then you'll have a reason why you didn't go in. <laughs> That's scary. It makes me so mad. Well, I think we've uh, we've made our point. Um, on how we feel about all that bullshit. Um, Memes can be awesome. Memes can be used for justice, apparently. I think that's so stupid. It is stupid, but that's the world we live in now! Um, I hate memes. I mean, I love memes, but I hate them. I hate it when people use them for evil. (laughs) I hate whenever they show up all the fucking times. Like, you know, you can't can't say anything or have anybody say anything without, like, a meme appearing somewhere. Right. I mean, everything is a meme nowadays. If you could turn on Simon late, I mean, special circumstances, sure. But I mean, like, you know, just are like just walking up being like, yeah, I didn't do this yesterday. Can I turn in now? No. <laughs> no. Not even, not even half credit. Not even half credit. No, fuck you. Like, so, like, whatever I, whatever I used to run, whenever I used to run my store, I used to hire all these kids. I remember, like, there, there was one kid that I helped out. I helped. I say I helped him out. I helped him out, Neil. Out of the kindness of my own heart. Yeah, he came in, and he was like, and he's like, yeah, I'm just, uh, he's like, I'm working here. You know, I need the money, but uh, my, my parents wanted me to do it. And, you know, I'll, uh, I'll show up tomorrow, maybe, you know, maybe do some work. And I was just like, I'm going to teach you a valuable lesson. I said, I, I bet 
when you were in school, they, they told you that you could do anything that you wanted to. That you could be anything, you could be anywhere, and you'd be the best person possible. He says, well, yeah. I said, I bet they I bet they never ever told you, like, whenever you did anything wrong. I said, I bet they never really held you all that hugely accountable for anything that you did. And he says, no, not really. And I said, okay, Mayor, I'm going to give you a leg up. You're, you're 17. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you learn a life lesson right now. You're fired because you're a fucking loser. You're a loser and you're a piece of shit. And I was like, this world isn't about you. It doesn't give a shit about you any more than I give a shit about you. None of the people in this room. And I, come here, come here. Do you give a shit about this kid? No, he doesn't give a shit about you. Nobody, nobody here cares about you. The only person that cares about you is you and your parents. I said, no, get the fuck out. Whenever you go get a job, try to remember that you need to be responsible for yourself and actually be responsible and hold yourself accountable to literally anything. Yeah. Otherwise, feel free to go home and kill yourself. <laughs> because that's that's what you need to do. I mean, pretty harsh, Frank, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, I don't spend a lot of my time being wrong. Well... <laughs> Let me just put it to you this way. Um, God, I'm getting feedback from here. I don't like it. Um, there are a lot of kids out there, you know, with silver spoons, and it's it's very difficult to not be that way when you've been raised that way. Um. I can almost guarantee you that kid probably would have been like, well, fuck that guy, <laughs> you know, and learn nothing from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. that's fine. I mean, but then I mean, he's just going to be a piece of shit for his whole sure. life, and I don't care. It, sure. uh, it doesn't affect me anymore. No, I, I hear you, but uh, if you're, in one instance, you said you're doing the kid a favor, which you know is bullshit. <laughs> I don't care if it does or not. Exactly. You know it's bullshit. But no, I mean, I mean, I was kind of like that way uh, when I was growing up. I had everything handed to me it took me a, a long time into my 20s before i realized holy shit uh i can't just skate through life like <laughs> i gotta i gotta do things <laughs> i mean you know my mom's not always gonna bail me out every time shit goes down i mean she would if she could but she can't always <laughs> mm-hmm. so i mean it, it took me a long time to realize that you know Bad things happen when when you just let them happen. So yeah, I mean that was a pretty shitty attitude. I mean at least pretend like you care. When I don't going. though. Not, not oh, you have him. I thought yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, no, dude, I can't do that. No, not you. Sorry. No, you, I thought I thought we knew each other better than that at this point. <laughs> no, like like if I were going to, even even me when I was going into my first job, I pretended to care. Like I mean, I want money, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I go in there, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally work. I mean, I, I fully slack off and try and hide it, but, <laughs> you know. You yeah, and that, and that's fine, but I mean, like, you at least need to put, like, you know, at least put your best face forward, even if, like, you know, you're not fucking really doing anything. I right. mean, like, I'll notice, and I'll probably still fire you within a week, but I mean, like, that's two more days yeah. of pay that you could have gotten. I mean, this kid didn't even make it 48 hours before I fired him. <laughs> exactly. See what you can fucking get away with. Be like, you know, test your boundaries. See what you can get away with. <laughs> that never worked. That no, never worked. It Not for long. Anyway. It doesn't work, but at least it's better than, uh, I might show up. You know? <laughs> I, I, did, I spent a lot of time being like, 
Ryan, what the fuck are you doing? Ryan, you're fired. <laughs> I mean, and it would happen that fast. It's funny, too, because there's a lot of times where people, like, I'd fire people, and they'd be like, Really? Am I actually fired? And, like, my assistant's like, I'll uh, get stuff from you in the back. Let's, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, getting fired is was one of my my greatest fears. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that that should be that should be a life goal is not being fired. Generally, I mean because you know isn't being fired sort of like the the equivalent of sort of like failing at something. Generally, failure to be avoided. Well, I mean it depends. I mean sometimes you'll uh, get into a company that's really just gone down the shitter and corrupt with power. Like, I used to work at a company, I'm not going to name names, but it was a call center. And uh, I got fired from that place after four years of working there. And, uh, you know, I wasn't exactly the model employee, but I was really good at what I did. And I I made the numbers look good. I, 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 I felt at the time, and I actually openly said this was probably what led to me getting fired, but I openly would say... They'd be stupid to fire me. <laughs> I do like four people's jobs here. Which, yeah, eventually. Um, that wasn't what got me fired, but I'm pretty sure that was whispered into people's ears. But, yeah. But what got me fired was um, I talked to the director there. Or we had a meeting with the director, and the director was saying, I don't, I don't want anybody to be afraid to ask me questions. I want everybody to feel free to ask me anything they need to ask concerning their job because I don't want there to be any confusion. And then she had put, you know, a really stupid um, procedure in place. And I asked her, like, why are we doing this? Can you tell me exactly why? Blah, 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 this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, but you didn't really answer the question. I'm not sure the actual reason behind it. And her end goal, or her end statement to me was because I said so. I'm like, that doesn't work. You can't just say because I said so. I need a real reason. Because at the time I was a supervisor, I had to be able to justify it to justify it to the people below me. I'm like, nobody's gonna like this. You gotta you gotta give them a reason so they'll accept it and be behind it. Otherwise, the because I said so bullshit isn't going to fly, and they're not gonna believe in it. They're just gonna half-ass it. So if you can give me something I can give my employees to believe in, and they're like, <laughs> at the time she's like, all right, Neil, come into my office. You're going to get written up. I'm like, what? I'm just asking questions. Like you told me I should. And then, you know, shortly after that, I got written up again because I was asking more questions. And I got fired. But this was after a huge, like, um, change in staff. Like, she was the new director, and then she appointed a whole bunch of people that were way below and pulled them up real quick. Turns out they were all sleeping together. <laughs> oh, imagine how that... Fucking nepotism! <laughs> they were all sleeping together, and eventually they all got fired. There's a huge scandal. Um, <laughs> but, but were they all sleeping together at the same time? I think they were taking turns. <laughs> That's that's unfortunate. That that kind of like ruins a lot of what I had envisioned because I thought that would have been way cooler. Like they just shut the place down at night, push all the desks to the side, and they, they throw out like a bunch of pillows and stuff, and they just like f just just fuck like crazy. Just put a tarp down. Yeah, be like some fluids will fly. I apologize in advance. It smells like sex in here. <laughs> like you're like I can remember every time I sit down at my desk, it smells like old bad vagina. 
Uh, I don't disagree with you, Jason. He says if you are not valued, if you're not valued at your job in relation to your worth, then leave and get another one. The concept to loyalty to a company died out with pension plans. And you're absolutely right. I'm actually leaving um, my current company for something similar to that. I'm not saying I'm not valued, but at the same time, when you're given a budget to pay your employees and it's not good enough, I, I don't blame management. I blame the people given the budgets. But at the same time, I <laughs> so I'm leaving. Um, there's plenty of other reasons as to why, but that's that's a big one. Um, but at that company, I, I really enjoyed working for the place. I loved my job. I loved the people I worked with. But all of a sudden, a quick change in management, and everything was flipped upside down. You know? So I tried to salvage what I had with that company. It wasn't like, you know, I was so worried about my tenure, even though I was getting sweet benefits at the time. It was more so I loved my job. I loved the people I worked with. But I, I even went as far as to talking to people above that person that had, had, had appointed her because I felt the company had made a mistake in hiring that person. And when you have, uh, you know, the owners of the company halfway across the country and everybody else on the other side of the country, it's really hard to see what's going down. You just have to take people's word for it. But if you hear a bunch of uh, voices in dissent to the management you just put in place, maybe you might say, hey, maybe I fucked up. But they didn't. No. They, they, they only found out that, that they fucked up when the sex scandal came out. <laughs> Every, everybody, everybody be fucking. Everybody be fucking everybody. They're fucking and they're setting up meetings on their fucking phones, company paid phones, texting. Oh man, so many text and records. And let's swallow this dick. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a sword swallowing chick? It's like that, but with wieners. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as the fear about it comes, is like when I was getting fired, I was just like, what? You firing me? <laughs> After two write ups, I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was, like, my entire life had stopped. I'm like, oh, my God, how could they do this to me? <laughs> I, we're, what I'm trying to do here is transition into our next topic, which is fear. Um, and I'm uh, I'm doing a shitty job of that. But <laughs> no, because you're afraid of being fired, you know? But yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of being fired, and that, that, was a, that was a big one for me. Frank, what are you afraid of? I'm not. <laughs> I... Know? I'm afraid. I'm afraid of. I'm pretty much no. Um, I I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of being eaten in the water. Yeah. And I'm afraid of shit happening to my kids, and thus the 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 tail end of. I I legitimately am not afraid of anything else. I don't really have any phobias. Really. I don't have any specific phobias other than like you know getting fired and stuff like that. At this point, I've I've kind of shed my fear of that because it happened, and then it turned out. I was okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, the sun rose the next day. Yeah, and I got you know? unemployment and yeah. got another job within, like, two weeks, so... Yeah. Life goes on. Um, I think my most... I, I definitely have a phobia of guns. Um, Not necessarily the guns themselves, just people with guns. Well, I mean, yeah, that's sort of justified. I mean, it's a fair uh, phobia to have because... I think fear is healthy. I think being able to uh, have have a concern or a fear of something allows you to be aware and on alert 
when that shit present. Whenever I see somebody, you know, open carry, walk into a place, I take note of that. I'm like, okay, that person has a gun. If shit goes down, bullets may come from that direction. <laughs> and, and most of the time, they may be the ones that save you. Yeah, I mean, that very, very well could be the case. But, they kill you too, on accident. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> On accident. I mean, like, look, I'm not saying that, like, you know, like, if shit's going down, I, like, make note of, like, all these, like, people, but, like, I really don't like that guy. Some guy pull, pulls a gun, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. This guy just jumped up and I shot him. I don't know. I'm sorry, but I was defending myself, so I wasn't in my right mind. And Rage, I'm not afraid of Evan Clowns either. <laughs> Kyle's afraid of heights, apparently. <laughs> I, you know, we, we did the, um, we did the VR thing, uh, and, there's the program on there where it tries to help you get over your fear of heights. And, and I think that, that I, from what I recall, Kyle got kind of queasy mm-hmm. because it puts you in like a skybox and like, it hangs you over, um, uh, I think New York. Sure. And he's like looking down he's like, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, I know, I know within reason that it, it wasn't as bad, obviously, because he knows that he's not only really there, but I mean, like I was like, you know, like, th- like, because I know that he's not. I know that he's afraid of heights. So I'm like, does that make you feel it? Because I, I couldn't tell just by talking to him. Like, and I was like, are you like really like, you know, are you actually like afraid? I mean, like, is it doing anything for you? And he was like, yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna burn my two kids. I see a guy packing in the same aisle as me. Really, I've never had a problem with people open carrying, but I guess it's probably because I open carry. I mean, it doesn't, like, send shivers down my spine by any means. It's just like, oh, okay, I need to be aware of that. And I don't know you. I don't <laughs> trust you. So, I don't know. You could be the worst fucking shot on this planet. Who knows? I don't know how good you are with that thing. I once had one of my cashiers freak out because a customer walked in with a holstered gun. What do we do? Um, nothing in Stone McCary State. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I'm afraid of bees. I was walking in a crosswalk downtown and one started buzzing near me. I was flailing like a lunatic while like everyone. Dude, I hate bees. I hate bees. <laughs> I think it's because I can see it. Makes it so much funny. <laughs> Dude, I, I fucking uh, can't stand bees. You know, it's funny, Melissa, because we, you know, in, in a lot of different circles, you call that, uh, the, they call grocery stores, um, movie theaters, uh, Places like that, uh, they call them soft targets. So, I mean, should should uh, an unfortunate situation occur where there would be a mass shooting or whatever, the uh, a a grocery store, uh, a grocery store, a movie theater would be one of the first places that would be thought of to to shoot the place up because it's unlikely that you'll find a lot of people that are carrying there. So, I mean, that's why I carry one everywhere to make sure that should the shit hit the fan, should the bullets start to fly. I will at least be able to put down enough fire to get my kids out. I mean, everybody else, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really care. That's mm. their problem. But I mean, I, I dislike whenever people tell me like I can't carry somewhere. I, it makes me, that actually makes me uncomfortable because then they're advertising to everybody that this place, there is no one here within reason that can defend themselves. Right. Absolutely. And, and I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, I understand that the purpose of it. I understand um, you know, why it's it's beneficial, it doesn't make me any less uncomfortable. 
Um, but I just, I mean, I'm not gonna say anything about it. I'm just gonna deal with it because right. in the event, you know, the bad guys come in and try and rob the place or shoot the place up. Hopefully, fucking, you know, um, this guy right here with his gun knows how to use it and is gonna use it properly and not kill other people by <laughs> and just like wipe out like the entire like produce section <laughs> it's like sorry i just got this yesterday <laughs> yeah i'm sorry sorry i don't know what i'm doing the the only time that i've ever felt like kind of like you know like eh, a little bit leery whenever i saw somebody open carrying was whenever i was in a i was in a grocery store uh and i was and i was I, was, I think I was buying milk and there was a guy that had just come out of the desert and he was uh, he was walking around. And he had an AK slung across his back. And that was the only time that I ever felt kind of uncomfortable. That and, was, and that was just because it was like, but why? Yeah, that's, that's you're just making a fucking statement at that point. That's not you trying to be prepared for the situation. That's you being a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like, you know, he, he wants to make like a big shock jock statement. You know, yeah. I mean, that'd be like if I like I, I walked into like literally anywhere with with my rifle with me. I mean, like you're not. What do you what do you hope to prove other than scare the hell out of literally everyone? Exactly. So, I mean, that, you know, I, I don't I, I think that's stu- I mean, like if anything, I think it's stupid. And generally speaking, the people that are the ones that do that are probably going to be the ones that are the least competent at using it anyway. Yep, absolutely. I mean, when when you get that training, when you get that experience, you kind of respect it a little bit more and it's not a statement it's it's a tool <laughs> yeah you don't you don't like you don't it's not like you get a big like you get a big fucking belt buckle you want to show it off right you know you get a big fucking rifle you don't put that shit in your back i mean like it's it's it has it has a specific purpose you know i mean like it, you know it's home defense it's for it's for hunting or whatever you know with a handgun it's for it's for personal defense solely and then so then whenever like you have you know, someone who actually has has used a gun, you know, extensively trained, etc. Then, you know, a lot of times you probably won't even know they even have a gun on them. Right. Like, like almost nobody ever knows that I have a gun on me, like ever. Because I mean, a, I don't fucking advertise it because I'm not an idiot. You know, because right. I mean, like, you know, nine nine tenths of combat is the element of surprise. Absolutely. So I mean, like, you know, the so guy guy wanders into the grocery store, fires off a couple rounds because he thinks he's hot shit in a champagne glass, and I put four into his chest because he just didn't know that I was there. Right, absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're casing a place, trying to fucking you know start some shit or rob the place or kill people, if you don't know who the immediate threats are to you, you're kind of at a disadvantage. <laughs> I mean, you have the you have the element of surprise first, so you're gonna do some damage, but you have no idea who's going to resist. Mm-mm. So that's a counter element of surprise. Yeah. And Kyle says the only the only way that what Frank said about the guy the AK is okay is that he came out of the desert has no car and and had an emergency. The, I thought I, that's what I was kind of thinking. You know, I I couldn't I couldn't be sure one way or the other. But I mean, like that's that's a very plausible thing. Like you know, he wanders in, you know, like it's on the edge of, it's on the edge of town or whatever, and he comes and he's got an AK because he's all dusty, dirty, you know, and he just he just needs to get some food and go home. Fine. You know, I, I'll I'll buy that because you sure as hell don't want to leave your gun outside. Right. Holy shit. You know, what I mean, but I mean. I personally didn't get that vibe from him, but I mean that that is entirely plausible. I cannot rule that out. So I mean, Kyle has a very good point. Good call, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. As far as fears are concerned, mind change all the time. <laughs> depends on depends on what's in the news. <laughs> uh, no, it depends on what scary movie I just watched. <laughs> 
Wow. Like, that could totally happen. <laughs> like, that's why I tend not to watch a lot of scary movies, especially if I'm alone, because I'll have trouble sleeping. I'll be like, man, totally happened. Good thing I got cameras and this pocket knife, <laughs> you know? I mean, then you start thinking really heavily, like, all right, so I got the cameras. I got, you know, a good good locks on the doors, which don't mean shit. Uh, but they could just come in the windows right behind me. What can I do about that? Fucking nothing. I will just die. <laughs> <laughs> Jason says, I understand people's right to carry arms, but being irresponsible in your right is crazy. Correct. Like the people packing heat and REI. What is that? Uh, shopping for holsters and going nuts because customer service asked them to empty the clip. What is REI? Uh, but I, no, I mean, like, if you're if you're shopping specifically for holsters and you're looking for stuff for your gun, you absolutely need to empty your clip. That's, but, I mean, I guess that goes with the first part of what you said. I mean, like, being irresponsible in your right. I mean, that is crazy. I mean, like, you you don't pull out a, a loaded gun with a chambered round, put it down, and be like, I'm looking for a holster for this, check to see that it fits, and then just kind of pray, I guess, that <laughs> nothing hits the trigger. I mean, like, I mean, I got a Glock. It takes a little bit to actually shoot the damn thing after a store chain. Okay. So like, it takes a little bit to sh- it takes a it takes a bit of work to actually get it to to shoot like you have to hold it just right. I get that, but I mean like I would still fucking unload the entire thing. Yeah, I mean because I mean, that's just part of being responsible, not being a fucking idiot. Still a hundred times more likely to to accidentally fire it off when it's chambered and we're fucking ready to go when there's yeah, bullets I mean, in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I I I always keep I always keep it loaded. I always keep one chambered, always. Sure. But I mean, like, if I'm ever taking it out or if I'm messing with it, I mean, like, it all comes undone. So yeah. I mean, that's that that to me though. But it, like, I you know, I went I went through like you know the eight hour classes and then all the you know some of the combat training and whatever. So I mean, like, I I guess like you know it's not only fair because like I have like more um, training, I guess question mark than some of these guys that like would that because I mean to me like as a responsible gun owner, if if I was shopping for it and someone says you know could you empty out the clip for me? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna take the gun out. It is more for for both of us to feel okay at this point. You know, this isn't the Wild West where you take out your revolver and you slap it on the table and be like, "Give me a whiskey, I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god, we don't need that. Like, I'm shop, I'm shopping, I'm shopping for Kenya. I don't want to shoot you in the face. So <laughs> we need to chill. But you're one of those guys like you see something scary and it scares you afterwards. Um, it just makes me think about it. I mean, I get over it pretty quickly. Um, like maybe the next day, but but if I if I watch a movie like, I mean, I don't believe in ghosts. I mean, not in the traditional sense of ghosts. I don't believe in you know demons and monsters and shit like that. So, so fortunate. <laughs> Am I just giving you a laundry list of shit to scare me with later? Is that what is that what we're doing here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look, I mean, real talk. I I'm I'm notorious for setting stuff up in or around people's houses to scare the shit because I live out of town and I sometimes I won't announce myself whenever I come back. So then I will just go out of my way to set something up in your house while you're not there to scare the shit out of you like a clown suit in the corner or in your closet. I mean, at least you're doing it like that. At least you're not doing jump scares by yourself. It's like even you would know that's fucking stupid and you you could get shot. (laughs) Like, Good call. Just leave shit behind and go. No, away. no, I, I do, I do, I do traps and shit. I, I, I'm never there personally because <laughs> I, mean, I, 
that just invites disaster. And it just doesn't feel as smooth. You know? Yeah. It just it's like perfect crime. Because I also <laughs> like I played a lot of I played a lot of Hitman, you know, and my favorite ones were never like, you know, you would you would uh you do something small and a guy goes in to take a shower and the shower head comes off and it hits him in the head and it knocks him down and he drowns in his bathtub. <laughs> and you were outside, you know, having a mojito. <laughs> it's just ah it's just like it's poetry. Yeah, but that's 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 like perfect circumstances. You're just out there drinking your mojito. I hope it works. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean that that's what makes it so perfect. Because then whatever does happen, you know, it's like it's like you, you get that high, like the <gasps> It went all according to plan. <laughs> like I, I I think the most personal thing I'd probably do is I would probably like in the middle of the night, like we would do this. But I would like I would fake where I was, and I would just be down the street from you, and then I would run outside in a clown suit and just stare at one of your security cameras. Like I don't know how you'd pull that off. I mean, you would have to have a perfect recorded video playing, and and being uploaded through Skype, and being able to anticipate every one of my fucking questions and responding to them. Or just be like, be like, uh, oh man, I don't, my my camera's not working today. <laughs> so you're just talking to your cell phone and just like, yeah. <laughs> and then just you know like like five minutes later you're like all right you know thanks everybody and then you, you shut it down and it's outside <laughs> that's elaborate even for you no that's actually not that elaborate that's not that elaborate i used to like take fucking the, I, I think we talked about this where i t- used to take the perimeter fire alarms or uh and then put them throughout my store like so that people in the middle of the day would go to like open up something like a drawer and it would set off one of like the, the 400 decibel perimeter alarms that are supposed to scare bears and shit. It would set them off, like in a, in a confined. Ah! I mean, I would just do it all all the time, nonstop, everywhere. I put them in the. I, I fucking hooked up a bunch of them in the shitter. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I would probably kill you. <laughs> my my a few of my assistants have threatened my life. My uh my my one assistant apparently. According to the driver, she ran around throwing stuff all over the place, screaming that she was going to fucking kill me because she she ended up hitting like six of them <laughs> that I set up. And it was like, cause she, she was like, she got the one scared because she opened up the till and it scared her. Then she tried to like, she needed, wanted to scream. So she went into the walk-in to, to, to scream because it's a big metal box. You could scream in there. And then she opened it up and she went in. Uh, she hit the one that I had that was on the floor and then it went off in the little tiny metal box. And then so she freaked out and ran to the bathroom to go wash her face off because she was so mad and then the ones in the bathroom went off. <laughs> I was just bathing in her hatred. I'm like, oh, oh, you're so mad and it's so good. Yeah, I mean, that would that would take at least one or two strikes from a baseball bat. Like, yeah, that would happen. <laughs> I like to scare people a lot. Yeah. I do. I love it. I mean, because I, you know, because I don't get scared, so like I have to like kind of like live vicariously through somebody else. So like I play like a shitload of horror games, and none of them ever bother me. So then I love to watch other people play them, mm-hmm. or to to play them for other people and watch them freak out. Because to me, I'm just like. But then, like you know, my wife's like. No, 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 mm, mm, mm. 
or she'll just get up and walk out. And like to me, I'm like, it hasn't even gotten, it hasn't even gotten scary yet. Like I went to go see the new Evil Dead. Yeah. Do you ever see it? No, not yet. That's unfortunate. It's very good. I've heard. I heard, it, it was extremely frightening to a lot of people, and I I thought it was exceptionally funny. And there was a guy that was in front of me that made going to see it in the theater because I wanted to go see it by myself, which I thought was going to be pointless because all the scary movies I have to go again with somebody. Yeah. So, but I, I I figured you know fuck it, nobody wants to go with me. I'll go by myself. There was a guy that was sitting in front of me that literally made the movie so amazing <laughs> because the whole time because he was there by himself too, but he was he was in the row right in front of me. The whole time, anytime anything happened, oh no, no, oh please no, you crazy! I mean, he was freaking out about everything, and it just made it so good. And I, I stopped him afterwards because he was sweating by the end of this movie. And I, I stopped him, man. I, I'm so glad you were here. And he's like, first of all, he had that look like, <laughs> why are you talking to me? And I'm like, the, you you made this movie fucking sublime. Your reactions were delicious. And I was like, I I could feel your fear, and it was glorious. Thank you for being here for me to enjoy this movie. And he said, fuck you, and he hated me. So he left. <laughs> <laughs> that is the proper reaction to make to that statement. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I thought it was great. <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fear... It, I'm, I'm I'm actually afraid of a lot, but I don't know. I can't really give you specifics other than, you know, shit that I know would kill you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like live wires. Oh I'm yeah, live wires. I, dude, I have. I mean, I, I've taken classes in in ACDC circuitry. I don't want to fuck with any kind of electrical shit. Like, I mean, unless it's low voltage, like Ethernet or something. If if I have to change a light switch, call somebody. Because <laughs> I don't want to die or burn the house down. Like the only thing that like scares me, other than like you know, I guess yeah, fear fear of failure would be would be one that that I I guess I could technically be afraid of. Sure. I, I think that like my arrogance kind of gets in the way of being too afraid of that. But the the only time I've ever actually been like really a feared other than like almost being like feel like I'm going to be consumed and, and anything that's that I can't see the bottom of as far as water goes mm. was is like being in there and like, you know, cooking dinner or work on the computer or whatever. And then you hear my wife go, what did you just put in your mouth? <laughs> that makes me scared immediately. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like they, the, what's even worse is being like whenever she's on the other side of the country and I hear, I hear the, you know, did you just put that in your mouth? And I'm like, what? What was it? Find out now. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like keys in hand, and I'm like, they're like 1,700 miles away. I don't. What am I gonna do? Nothing. I'm gonna sit here and freak out for like the next 45 minutes. I can it's understand awful. that. I mean, I, I can't relate, awful. but I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, fear of failure is definitely. I mean. Further than fear of failure is, uh, for me, I think I have a, a big fear of embarrassment. Like, not necessarily, ha-ha, your, your face is red kind of shit. It's more of a, holy shit, you fucked up so bad that the entire town's going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's 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 super extreme. Yeah, and, and it has happened to me before. 
<laughs> like I said, one of those things that have happened to me that that uh, was me facing my fear. I'm I'm not so scared of it anymore. But when it happened, I was just like, my life is over. <laughs> I need to kill myself. <laughs> I uh, I I I am luckily blessed without stage fright. So, you know, I I tend to not really get embarrassed because like I also tend to do things that I think are funny whether other people think that they're funny or not. Sure. Uh, you know, case in point, I dressed up like Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show mm. for like the entirety of Halloween and it was glorious. And uh, yeah, many, many, many laughs and many groups of people. I mean, once you dress in drag in lingerie in front of like, like you know, fucking auditoriums of people, you don't really have stage fright anymore. That's understandable. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever have the balls to do that, but for sure everybody saw your balls. Um, I used to uh, do vocals for a band. <laughs> Ryan, uh, you loved it. Stop. I was I was lead singer for a band, and uh, I could not even if there was no fucking audience and we were just practicing, I could not get behind that mic and belt out what I needed to belt out, unless I was drunk. You're like, yeah, we do the thing. Like, like, like the PA system won't even pick me up. They're like, eh, you need it. our our instruments are drowning you out. I'm like, then lower your fucking instruments. Like, no, <laughs> you guys, no, you guys get quieter. <laughs> They're like, no, you need to sing louder. I'm like, I'm fucking yelling. They're like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> Sound off like you got a pair. <laughs> and at the time, like, I I really didn't like any kind of alcohol other than like smearing off ice. Um, <laughs> this was when I was like, "The lockers use a bitch." This is like eleven years ago, and I was that, that was when I just started drinking. I'm like, "All right, let's run to the liquor store. Get me a give me a six pack smearing off ice." Bam, bam, bam. All right, let's do this. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it would be like to put me on an audience and put me in front of an audience and be drunk. Like I, I mean, it, everything that we've ever done on this on this show. And everything that I've ever generally done in front of a group of people has been stone sober. And some of that's pretty fucking horrifying. So I mean, like... <laughs> it's so weird, too, because, like, I mean, I, to this day, I will still have that fear. But then again, it's 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 not just me chatting, you know? It's me... No, because it's you putting yourself up. Some be like, they're like, this guy's got a voice like a, like a fucking, like, I don't know, I guess something fucking horrible. I, I had it, but it, it was gone. <laughs> Just sounds assume Lucille Ball was in there. <laughs> sounds like a wood chipper with a cat <laughs> in it. <laughs> but no, I mean, you're putting yourself out there. You don't want to, you know, overextend your voice. You don't want to squeak. You don't want to do any of that shit. So you're like on edge. No, you got to scream, dude. Yeah. Dude, there, I, is only, there is only one way, and that is the metal. <laughs> I tried to scream earlier in the shower when I was singing. And I was just like... <laughs> I'm like, that, that sounds that, terrible. That could be music, though. I mean, you gotta like, you just gotta. It's it's about metals. About metals from here. <laughs> you know, I mean, you gotta be angry. Oh, I and was the anger out. You know, I did that, and then for like the next six hours, I was just like, <clears throat> <clears throat> my throat was all fucking scorched from it. <laughs> There's a recovery period, but I mean, it's worth it. You know, is it? Really? You know? is it really? <laughs> I, I mean, it's worth it for me because I didn't do it. No, okay. Well, at least there's that. 
All right, before we go, um, any more fears we need to talk about, guys? I'll give you, I'll give you a minute. What about you, Frank? Anything else on your mind? Other than we should form a metal band. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. Obviously. Oh, newly newly acquired, not really fear, but concern. I guess. I guess concerns as deep as I'll go. Um, I, I thought somebody I thought somebody accidentally uh, opened their car door and hit my bike. Oh, so I understand what you're saying. Fear of breaking the brand new shit you just bought. Yeah, I mean, like, because uh, I mean, because on the heels of that was like the uh, the uh, oh, I, I have an amazing capacity for violence because I thought that person bumped into my bike and I was ready to shoot them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty easy, dude. I just I, I just bought my 2016 Ford Fusion Hybrid black. Drove it off the fucking lot. Within one week, fucking semi tosses a big old rock onto my hood, like the chip out of the paint. I was so <laughs> mad. I'm like, I knew I knew it was gonna happen at one point. I'm like, okay, something's gonna hit. I mean, I'm gonna crack the windshield a little bit. I'm gonna hit the paint job. Something's gonna happen. One week, oh my god, oh my god, I wanted to, I wanted to cry. <laughs> my uh, my my boss bought a uh, sixty thousand uh, dollar CVO. Is the the topest top of the line that you can buy from Harley. He, you know, brum, 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 yeah, gets it to the edge of the parking lot, and part of the pavement kind of came up and went right over. Dropped it down, broke the windshield, scrapped, scraped up the paint, fucked up the uh, the the pipes on it, and I'm like, he had got it literally twenty feet, and then dropped it, and I was like, he, it's funny because he's telling me, and this was like, this was years ago, he's telling me, and he's just, you could just see him just fucking turning purple, he's getting so mad just thinking about it, and I'm like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm like. Dude, I don't have words. I... That's fucking sucks. I, that's the best I got. You're gonna have to do. I mean, just. I'm sorry. It's insured, right? You, you got insurance. Of course, you got insurance. On it. <laughs> Here's the thing: a bike like that, that expensive, that top of the line, the entire dealership. Generally, whenever you buy a bike, the entire dealership will come out anyway, regardless of what it is. But but this particular bike, uh, the fact that it's so expensive and it's so top of the line, the the mechanics and shit will come out too as you're riding away. Yeah. So he had full dealership audience, including the customers, watching mm -hmm. him drop the bike. Boom, 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 boom. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I just dropped 60 grand on this bike and then I'm going to dump it, you know, in this parking lot. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. Because my bike was cheap, you know, and like someone bumps into it and I'm ready to murder him. If if my bike was that expensive, I'd burn their whole house down. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. No, no, just 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 breathe deeply. It's a... <laughs> you die now. <laughs> you die slow. All right, well, I think that's it, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. Seriously. And we didn't even advertise this one. And you guys showed up. Which means you get our notifications. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of just got this thing going last minute. And uh, 
you know, a lot of things are going on right now, so we do appreciate you showing up, even though we don't tell you you have to. You're awesome. It's nice if you do. Yeah. So, that being said, please like, rate, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family members how awesome we are, so we can grow our audience. Um, pretty soon we're going to have some swag. I hate using that word, but... Please don't. T-shirts. Goody shit. It's going to happen soon. I know I said that probably like months ago, but I'm saying it again. Uh, we're getting close to finalizing that because shit. Because we're working on it. We're working on it. It's a working you know, process. Perfect things take time. <laughs> so we uh, look forward to giving those out, um, selling them, probably giving them out to our you know biggest supporters. Uh, so keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. Um, I think we're good. You think we're good? I think we're good. I I think I'm fantastic. The goods. That's that's what we'll call it. The goods. <laughs> that's good. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot again. Until next time, we'll see you later. Peace out. Look at this photograph. God damn it! Make me love. <laughs>